What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Call Her Holy. I'm Laura Eldridge and joined again by my friend, Leslie Oaks. Hey, guys. Um, okay, you didn't do the high voice this time. It's just kind of a normal voice. <laughs> I appreciate I it. I should have tried a different accent. <laughs> you, you should. Hey, there's still time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we were just talking about Leslie's candy addiction. It's true. She uh, refers to candy as her main food group. That's that's accurate. There's also that. We she, Leslie also just did an interview that's about to be published with someone who um, <laughs> they were like, uh, "How do you? What habits have made me so, most successful in my company? What habits have made you most successful in your company? Tell them what you said." I said large Chick-fil-A, Cokes, and Starbucks. <laughs> like, I don't think that's what they meant, but that's how I answered it. <laughs> Great. I, I, love that you, I love that you eat like a four-year-old. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the best description of how I eat. Amazing. You also, what I respect about you, Leslie, is that you also have a husband and two kids, and you have like led in a single young adult ministry that we both have been a part of and led yes. the same team yes. we've gotten to lead, which is really, really fun. But how, just as a personal bonus for everybody, how do you navigate being this like successful boss babe who also loves Jesus and has a husband who, you know, works as well? Like, how do you navigate that dynamic, though, of has he ever been jealous? Has there ever been like relationally something between the two of you because of that? Or, yeah, just kind of. Give us give us some one liners. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Definitely have dealt with all of those things. <laughs> I think marriage in general is not easy. We go into marriage and we think marriage is um, just going to be easy and everything's going to go great and you know um, <laughs> no problems, no conflict. That's and, called avoidance. Yeah, <laughs> if that's what your marriage yeah. looks like. And I think before you're married, you don't have to think about anyone and how anything you do affects someone else besides yourself and then you have to shift that when you're married and it it goes to everything you do affects somebody else and so that's hard yeah and so I I'll be honest like when I first started my company I never expected it to be what it is today and I just loved what I did and so it was never about the money for me like honestly like when I got started it was like the fun money it was like the things Kenny said I can't have I could use that money to do like you know get my nails done get extra candy you know stuff for the kids like it was fun money to begin with and so there was no real expectation on how much I made like it was more so like hey Leslie we know you're good at this we know you're passionate about it like go after it and so it it kind of like shifted and evolved over the the last like five years and now I'm to the point you know where I have employees I'm hiring you know like I'm becoming more known in the industry and it does take more of my time and it and I'm running like at a faster pace, but I'm on fire because I'm an eight and you know, <laughs> I'm on fire and I love it and it gives me energy and it excites me and I'm like, what's next? Let's do it. And so in our marriage, I would say in the past year has been the first time I've seen it actually affect it, my company specifically. Um, I feel like Kenny would be okay with me sharing this because, um, I mean, we all go to a church where we lead out in vulnerability and yeah. it's uh, it's not unique to us. I know there's other people that have dealt with it and um, uh, and can learn from each other. Yeah. But um, we de- struggled with the jealousy aspect of it. Mm. 
not because my husband wasn't like proud of me. He was so proud of me and he was and he he was excited for me because he knows how passionate I am about it and he wanted that for me, but it was like a feeling he couldn't shake that he was jealous and slightly resentful of the fact that I was so successful and it was quickly growing and I was known and I was all of these things and he felt kind of like an identity like struggle of like well what's my role you know mm. like where where do i fit into this like what is my role and i had kind of grown into a custom of like kind of excluding Kenny from the business. Mm. And I think there's a right and a wrong in that. And that's what we learned through counseling and seeking others to like care and love for us well is like, yes, my company is my company and the work that I put into it is is my hard work. But our my success is Kenny's success. Mm. And the fruits of my labor are are he gets to benefit from that too. And so like how do we champion one another and like the gifts that God has given us instead of like holding resentments and almost like squashing the Holy Spirit's promptings in one another's lives when we do have goals and passions that we're chasing after. Um, and it's easy to do unintentionally. Yeah. And I was 100% at fault for a lot of that because I, I, I'm I'm not words of affirmation at all. You can ask any <laughs> of my friends. Like, you tell me an affirmation. I'm like, cool, thanks. Are you knew that? Like, if yeah. I was doing something wrong, you would tell me. Like, yeah, you know, totally. Like, that's so how what's I your speak. feedback? You're like, so yeah. T- yeah. just tell me the can feedback. You just tell me what I did wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not words of affirmation. Struggle with it. Like, I have to write it down to affirm him. Um, I know there's other people it's out right. there. Listen, but, yeah. way to go. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's just not me and like that lack of and not being intentional and just like man he's fine he'll figure it out and not caring for him well like help dig that hole of resentment and yeah. so like I wasn't loving my husband well because I was putting 100% of my energy into my company and was like so excited and and giving my brides the full attention and I was depriving him or and at the time I honestly don't think I like realized it like yeah, I wasn't yeah. loving him well and doing him a disservice by not caring for him yet at the same time he was loving me so well through it I mean my husband's a saint Laura can attest yeah, he to really it. is he really is I'm like I honestly I don't know how I got lucky but I did <laughs> uh, but he literally is the man that would get up in the middle of the night to feed the baby so I could sleep in he's the man that I have a wedding day he'll run a hundred errands even though it's inconvenient to him like he's the one that sends scripture when I'm walking in this podcast because I'm not great with words like you know like he is my biggest cheerleader and so it was really hard when I first heard that he like was resentful or was Mm. jealous because it was confusing yeah um and so it was great for us to like walk through the the season of um wrestling through how can I care for you better in this and like how can I how can we see this as like like unite in it and like be a team even though you may not have an active role in it yeah and that's that's hard to do. And I mean, professional counseling helped us tremendously. And then we had a group of community from our church of other couples that have come alongside us and held us accountable. And And the tools that we've been given from that professional, they now are holding us to the standard to do those things. And I, I've seen a shift in my marriage where it's we're both excited. We're both celebrating the wins. We're both eager and, and 
you know, grateful for the gifts that God's given me that's allowed us to be able to put our kids in sports, play for, you know, go to a certain school or do whatever it is um, that we can now because of the funds that, I mean, ultimately that's from, all from God. Y- years as well. Okay, that's I mean, actually really good. I Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And thanks, Kenny, for l- letting that be part of what we talk about too. Well, we'll tell him later. We haven't told yeah. him. Yeah, fine. we'll tell him. We'll <laughs> no, that's really, really awesome too because I feel like even with some of the stuff that I do, like I, I think this is applicable to wedding planning for one. Yes. Because I personally have a tendency we're similar in this we're both go-getters yeah we just run full steam ahead and then we forget to ask questions you yes. know what I mean it's just like oh sorry I didn't realize I've been running past 50 you. yeah <laughs> I've been running past you 100% and then we're a team and you actually have a lot of value to add like Colby yes. I'm like you have so much value to add and so it's not me slowing down just so I can make you feel something yes it's me slowing down because we are a team and if I'm trying to do this now independently Independently, I'm yes. missing literally 50% of God's provision for whatever I'm doing. A hundred percent. In the same way, Colby, like I feel respected when he asks me about work dynamics 100%. and re- like stuff between relationships of this doctor or that doctor or whatever it is. And he lets me speak in and genuinely values my opinion and my feedback. Yeah. I get to do that for him with Call Our Holy Stuff, with yes. podcasts, with baby stuff. And my tendency is to just run full steam ahead. Now, yes. And I think that's because with being a boss and like of any kind, as a woman, it's hard because it's like we are... Uh, we're competent. We're co- we're competent. We know. I mean, that's why people hire us. Exactly. Like we know what we're doing. We clearly know enough to get where we currently are. And like I being like I control is like my my ditch is my like sin struggle a hundred percent. I but that's also my strength and why people hire me yeah. is because I care about the details. I'm very critical to the point where I'm going to make sure it looks darn good yeah, and a hundred percent. And like. And the control in my strong personality of being a leader, I'm going to get stuff done. Like you can guarantee I will get it done and you will not have stuff wrong because I will make sure of it. But in marriage, that can be challenging because it's hard to turn that off when you're going 100 miles per hour in your company. Then you go home and you need to shut that down because that's not something, I mean, Kenny needs where I'm coming home and being critical of like him because my job is to be critical. You see what I'm saying? That's so true. Gosh, yeah. It's such a delicate balance. And, and even... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oakley, she agrees. Oakley has a lot. Yeah, yeah, girl. You strong, independent woman, you. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's the same, I think, about applies to wedding planning so that was just some free advice for anyone who's married or getting married yes um but also you can start practicing some of that stuff now because i feel like in wedding planning it's a lot of times not always but a lot of times it's the girl who has this vision and this dream yes and one of two things happens the husband or the future husband is either just like in the background like eh, passive yes. like do whatever you want or um actually wants to be involved and they're getting shut down and getting shut down and and then because of that they feel like they just need to step back Back. right and it's like it's not your wedding it's y'all's wedding correct or if you're not from texas or north carolina or wherever it's 
you guys's. I mean, what do they, what do they say? Oh, girl, I don't know. Y'all's just should be. Is there another word besides y'all? I don't think so. I okay. don't think. We'll just run with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's y'all's wedding. It's like your wedding together. And yes. so I think that if you're a bride, um, I think a good practice for you is involving him. And in, even if he doesn't seem super interested in all that stuff, that's okay. You don't have to make him be somebody that he's not or care about something that he's like, hey, I want to serve you by letting you make that decision. Um, but you can ask him to be involved in, in specific things and say like, hey, this matters that you're, I know you don't care about the cake, but I want to run it by you. I want to run it by you. And I, I want you to be involved in these three things. Yes. Like, I'm fine if you like, just are like, hey, you run with these details, but will you please help with these three things? And, and yes. I'm going to trust then what you say. I'm not just, I'm not going to be like, okay, that's done. That's great, but I'm going to go with We're going to go with mine. Yeah. yeah. Now then it's like, give up some of that control. Yes. Really in, involve them. Anyways. I, I think with the groom too, like a easy thing to do is a lot of the grooms, like you said, don't care, but there is this um, that do. So the opposite is actually the conflict is the girl gets mad that he doesn't care or yeah. like doesn't want to participate. And I think there's grace there. And sometimes that's like a gift that they like don't want to have a lot of pins because it helps like with, you know, conflict. Yeah. He truly does like not care. And he just wants you to pick what makes you happy. Yeah. But I think it's great uh, practice to run at things by him because that is a good practice in marriage in general. Yeah. And then two, I think like, I love went during the planning process to make like little acts and planning experiences to make the planning process fun because it's sometimes you forget that it's supposed to be fun. That's good. Like, you know, yeah. like you get so stressed and you're so much to do and it becomes like every one of your date nights is consumed by planning and like all you do is talk about the wedding and like it begins to be not fun. Okay, so how do you do that? How so, while you're getting when you're engaged, how do you not make everything in your relationship about the wedding? The wedding. Yeah. So two things. I think you have to have date nights outside of planning. And so like I always suggest to my couples, hey, do not make the time you talk about wedding planning decisions the same night that you have date night. <laughs> and when you go on dates, we don't talk about the wedding. We just enjoy each other's company. That's good. And like be present and just be excited together. And then two, like there's fun ways to do it like in planning. So for instance, my favorite thing to do is like since COVID, bakers now for cake tastings like give to go boxes and they've kept it like even after COVID's gone like you know like it's like they still are doing the boxes because it's great and it's convenient so I usually go pick those up get a nice bottle of like wine for my couples and drop it off I'm like make it a date night have a glass of wine taste all these different cakes and like just enjoy each other and then like write it down and then the rest is whatever like go to the uh, White Rock Lake and do it like do something you know yeah. fun like make it fun fun like yeah. it doesn't have to be a chore so make the planning part fun like yes. for instance the cake testing and then have separate date nights where you're yes. saying we're going to draw a boundary and we're actually not going to talk about wedding planning that can be really hard when your your mind is go go going and you feel like it's a waste of time yes to to not talk about yes because there's so many things you're being asked of that and, yeah that is going to carry you through marriage because there's going to be something else yes that you want to do or accomplish or whatever or or work for instance that, yes. that you just have so much work to do and it's going to be a discipline to set some of that stuff aside and say, I'm going to choose to invest in you. I'm going to choose to invest in our marriage, not just yes. our wedding. And I think 
couples honestly are surprised by this because here's the thing Laura I know you remember when you were dating Colby I remember vividly with Kenny like we would go on dates and talk for hours because you don't know everything about your partner and so it's like this fun exciting stage and you're like what you're gonna have to like think not to like you know like you're gonna think what do we talk about tonight you know yes because (laughs) except for what do we what do you want to eat tonight you know yes and so like I don't think like you are naive to the fact that that will actually be a problem and that's normal. And I think engagement season is kind of the start of that because you're no longer talking about like there's going to be a lot more talk about not just enjoyable stuff about getting to know you. It's like the first practical thing where you're like choosing to do life together, make very difficult decisions, like learning to work as a team, all of those things that are, are challenging and new. And so like, it, it's a struggle like you're yeah. navigating like uh you know uncharted waters like it's like it's 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 hard that's really good so some of these disciplines that you're setting up now in the wedding planning process are actually going to serve you well in marriage yes because you're saying hey we're not going to let everything that we talk about be wedding even though it feels like there's so much to talk yes. about and it was it's really going to relieve some stress it's going to be hard and it might be like okay guess what we're not going to talk about wedding planning and I'm just going to let you know it's hard for me to turn that off so in the car ride on the way to our date night I might be a little bit like uh, quiet quiet or yeah in my head it's not you it's not that I don't want to spend time with you it's that I'm just naturally feel this pressure and stress and so I'm I'm working on turning it off and that's okay communicate yes communicate ahead of time or communicate Hey, I didn't realize it was going to be so hard for me to turn this off. Yes. <laughs> so, and I and I and I mean, in couples, when it, it leads to conflict, I think then leads to fears of oh, is this bad? Like we're having a lot of conflict, you oh, know, yeah. all these things. And I'm like, hey, conflict is normal. Like yeah, conflict is totally. healthy. You just haven't had conflict because you're not married yet. Like yeah. you know, like it's like you're in the honeymoon stage. You know, conflict is healthy. Yeah, like that's how you learn how to communicate with your partner. Totally. And so it's like, hey, great, have these conversations now. You're getting to learn tools that you'll 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 use the rest of your life. This isn't going to be your first conflict. Like, that's so. Don't be fearful of that. Like you know, like it's okay. That's yeah. so so good. Um, okay, so set boundaries. Remember to enjoy the other person in the relationship. Remember to involve the other person. Yes. You want to work towards being a team. Yes. And so that's really good. What about on a day that is culturally supposed to be about you? I have have quotes. My fingers are doing quotes right now. Yes. Um, How do you not make your wedding all about you? Or is it supposed to be all about you? Yeah, that's a hard question Um, because I think here's in different regards, yes and no. So I think the wedding day should be about, like you're saying, Jesus. It it is a representation of the gospel. The ceremony itself is truly a picture of the gospel. And so because of that, like how do you make your day more about Jesus and shining light on him instead of it just being a cell like a wedding a party you yeah, know yeah and so in in some regards like I think there's intentionality there of like how you you know do your ceremony like how you frame your day there's so many ways to do that but in another subject something that I see frequently would be like bridesmaids that like I don't like the dress I refuse to wear it or like you know 
there's a thousand people that you're having to please and it's overwhelming mm. and like making decisions. And so like it feels selfish to say, I, but that's the dress I I'm picked. So, yeah. You know, everyone's wearing it and I'm so sorry. You know, yeah, like it can't fit everyone's body type. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, so it's the, that, sh- that tension, like, you know, like how do you not feel selfish and care for everyone, but then also not be a people pleaser and please try to please absolutely everyone because it's impossible. Yeah. And so I think you pick and choose your battles, like what's important and like what is truly like serving and loving someone well. And then also remind yourself that it's not always like a you problem. It's sometimes a they problem. And Mm. so like if like a bridesmaid, here's let me hear hear me say this I've been that bridesmaid I've been the one with the insecurities part of my story is an eating disorder I struggle with putting a dress on it's I get it like I get that more than anybody but at the same time it isn't about me and it doesn't matter what I look like totally and so I hope there's people in my life that would remind me of that if I'm pushing back on somebody of like hey like why didn't you think of me in this like that's selfish in myself. Yeah. And so like, while you can care for me in that, right? And you could be like, hey, Leslie, you can pick any of these styles. I also need to like, like remind myself as the person that's like offering them that grace of like giving them all the styles that you can't control every aspect and you're not going to please everyone, Yeah, you know? And I mean, there's going to be family you're going to upset. You can't make the timeline that's going to make everyone happy. And so like not allowing it to steal your joy and like ruin your day and, and, and move past it, give an answer. Sometimes half the time I'm like, Hey, give him my phone number. Let me be the bad guy. Push uh-huh. it off on me. Great. I'm happy. I don't know him. Like, you know, like it's like, yeah. like okay, let me do it. So you obviously don't want to get to your wedding day and realize, okay, my maid of honor's mad at me. Um, my groom's mom is mad at me and yeah. you know, now my little sister's in a corner crying or whatever it totally. is. So, and and then all of a sudden now you start crying because you realize you've just been taking you've care been of hurting everyone. People. Yeah, what'd you say? You've been hurting other people. You've been hurting you're- other people and you're spending all your effort taking care of other people and you're like, I just want someone to take care of me. Yes. You know? Yes. So how do you, what are some like practical tips for yes. that kind of situation? So, or what I've seen done well is I've, I mean, a lot of my brides are believers and some of the things practically that I've seen people do that it's just very intentional and like caring for others is like asking for expectation and preferences on the front end so that you can try to meet some of those. You're not going to meet all of them, but they're able to like really serve like the people that they care about. Because if you have someone that's in your wedding or if it's family, those are people that matter. And those are the people that are like going to be there. You've signed up to like hold you accountable in your marriage. And you know, it has a way greater meaning than that. So those select people, I think you can care for really well because you've, you clearly care enough about them to place them there. You can take the time to care for them in that way. And then another thing is just like, I love, I like always tell my brides, I'm like, start your day with a devotional. Like on your wedding day, it's going to go so fast. It's going to, it will, fly by you're gonna be like what just happened I got pulled every which direction I have zero idea like what just happened and so like I'm like start your day even if it means getting up early and you don't want to do it and spend time with Jesus and like just be prayerful and like mindful of hey God like I just want you to be present and center of like this entire day like use me how you 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 feel fit like if it means I spend a few extra minutes with this person to care and love for them like give me the opportunity to do so help guide my conversation help me care for people that may be struggling in some regard 
let me be selfless even when I have the desire to be selfish. And so it's like setting the tone. It's like, I mean, it says in scripture for us to put our armor on. And that's a great example of that, of like putting your armor on to like go into it with a mindset of like, I'm going to care for others, even if it's like uncomfortable and inconvenient to me while still like enjoying my day. And so like I tell my grooms, I'm like, hey, a great way for you is to like really care for your your now wife. Like what are ways that you could care for her on the wedding day that people, you know, may, she's going to be helping a bunch of other people. Like you care for her in ways, take things off her plate, do stuff like that um, to just love her well. And and that helps like you are now filling a role there that she can support others because you're meeting some needs for her. And so that's really good. That support is again, another framework for marriage. That's going to be, that's going to be helpful. And then two, I think like another one that's been really sweet is I've seen people worship before ceremony with their wedding party and like for me nothing's like more centering than worshiping like you know I'm like oh I love it like you know like it just makes everything like like disappear like you just are like thank you I needed this I needed this to just like it changes the atmosphere of a room Yeah. yeah and so like there's times like I um like I, 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 like when I saw that, it was just like such a sweet memory for me to just sit and watch, yeah, and just like see that like that's what they're prioritizing. You it's know, it's really good to help remember like the this wedding day is not about the details; it's about the God of the details. Yes, and you can honor God, you can love God, and and honestly, like the more you shift your focus there the better off the whole day is going to be. You're going to enjoy it more. Because your your energy is going to be different when you are, you're going to be more joyful when, yes. when you're not like, Stress. oh my gosh, like things are going to go wrong. Yes. I, remember I would my, never tell you if it did, but yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've never had a wedding where something doesn't go wrong. Totally. And you yeah. you straight up, I just like, fix you fix it. Okay, here's the thing though. Um, I remember my sister's wedding. This was hilarious. And it it's just, my sister and her husband are both, such incredible pictures of like they just put God first in everything yeah. that they do and we got to their wedding and I'm obviously like sobbing for some reason it's my big sister's getting married and anyways they're gonna do communion so they're gonna do basically uh, a representation of Jesus dying and providing his body and his blood for yeah. the church as atonement so they do communion and the preacher like it's this beautiful moment i'm literally playing like music or someone else is singing and and it's this intimate moment where they're about to start doing communion and all of a sudden like the preacher has to break it and he he goes uh, taps on the mic uh does anyone know where the bread is (laughs) yeah he he didn't know where the bread was yeah and instead of my sister and brother-in-law getting so anxious and upset they They laughed and they enjoyed it and we all laughed and it was just to this day it was one of the most memorable things yeah and and that can only happen when you are abiding when you are one-on-one with with jesus that day when you're like you said in ephesians putting on the armor of god yes i think too it's like I love that you said that because I mean things do go wrong and holding things loosely like like having open hands and be like hey it's fine like yeah this is where the Laura like mantra like works like yeah. it's like just like <laughs> hey it'll be fine it's gonna be fine totally. let me handle it like I literally tell my brides I'm like I don't want I don't want you to even think about your wedding I'm going to take care of absolutely everything because I don't want like if something goes wrong I'm just gonna step in and fix it I'll find a solution you're gonna love it it's gonna be fine totally. like you're never gonna know that actually something happened yeah like I mean I've given my own ring off my hand because they forgot the wedding rings I've gotten a Chick-fil-A French 
try for the bread for communion because they forgot communion and I ran up on stage we forgot that like the bouquet the bridesmaid forgot it at the house and so I literally stole a bridesmaid bouquets ran back down the aisle gave it to the bride so then she could walk and we just laugh like you just laugh because I mean hey it's I mean that's just how life works like it's never gonna be perfect there's nothing in life that's perfect and like if you can be okay with that it just makes things way more enjoyable yeah and then I just just yeah you can just rest and be still and then something else that like I've done multiple times with my brides and I've stepped in to do is like I truly believe in the power of prayer and like there's been times like even during the wedding that like my bride will be like Leslie I need a second like I'm anxious like I'm so anxious I'm freaking out all these yeah, things because yeah. it's like a lot I mean when you're a believer it's emotional it's emotional the ultimatum of a wedding when you're a believer this is forever then you start panicking like there's like all these thoughts that come to your head and Satan loves to play into them mm. and so like I always say like we always have enough time to stop and pray That's and good. so it's like we I will literally stop I mean like we could be about to walk down the aisle and be like okay let's pray real quick it's That's fine. Good. Let's just pray real quick. They It'll be wait. okay. It'll be they okay. can play another stanza. Yeah. 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 Nothing like building the, you know, like build, yeah, 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 totally. yeah, build the suspense. It'll be great. And so like, we'll pray, just diffuse it and just like declare it in the name of Jesus. Like, no, Satan, you are not going to take this from me today. This is not about you. Like, you know, this is That's about good. God. We're going to make it about God and you are not going to let my day be like, you know, taken over by anxieties and fears that are like not realistic. And so I, I just am a firm believer. You always have enough time for prayer. That's really good to through the engagement season oh yeah because it's a time where you feel like you don't have enough time no matter who you are i've never met a bride or a groom who has been like oh yeah we have you know endless amounts of time well if you have a really long engagement yeah some people actually i take that back i have met some people who's like oh yeah we planned everything and now we're just chilling but for the most part in our circles we tend to do quick engagements and i'm a big proponent of that but there is an element of stress in that yeah and even then you always have time to pray that is really good and it it's a good way to thrive in the engagement season and that's going to help you not be bridezilla yes that's going to help you care for people naturally instead of making even your wedding day all about you and your glory like even this thing where it's like yes you are the pinnacle of beauty on that day yes but you are still a representation of jesus and and your beauty is meant to reflect how jesus took all of your ugliness away like he took your brokenness and your sin so that you could wear white yes and you like a biblical marriage is really like Jesus comes down the aisle and yes. says, I'm I'm grabbing you and you're at your worst. You know what I mean? Yes. You're wearing filthy rags and here's a here's a white dress to wear. Absolutely. I remember reflecting on, on that actually in my wedding day. You mentioned the quiet time earlier. And sorry, Oakley's very vocal. Um, she has a lot to say. Hey, <laughs> she Oakley. likes weddings. Yeah, she's my she's kind just, of girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And she's looking over like, what? I the, the thing that really struck me in my quiet time that morning with God was I get to wear a white dress today. Yeah. And it's like I'm washing so you. amazing. No matter. Yeah. Like that is brilliant and beautiful. So even in my on my wedding day, having a quiet time, getting to stop and say, oh, my goodness, I get to wear a white dress today. Yes. I'm going to celebrate the fact that Jesus has made me new and I'm going to celebrate the fact that I have a groom who is an imperfect representation of Jesus coming back for the church. And 
some of that mindset stuff through the engagement season and through uh, the wedding day is really going to help one help you be okay with things going wrong help you not make it about yourself and help you be be more at peace and yeah. enjoy it. It yeah. just not just to miss have it. like a heart of gratitude. One other thing I, I did want to mention uh, because of something you said earlier, I think um, the balance that you were talking about of like not making it about you, but also realizing you can't please everyone. I think something good to do is to communicate what you need. Yes. Even with your bridesmaids. So with your bridesmaids or your parents, your, your in-laws. parents, in-laws, even just saying, Hey, I'm feeling a little bit uncared for right now. I, it's not, it, it's okay. Like I, I want you guys to feel special and beautiful and amazing today too. But I, here's what I need for the next five minutes, uh, five like, minutes. Yeah. Or here's what I need for the next couple hours. Yes. Can we all just rally and pray together? Or can yes. we, um, can we take a pause? Yeah. Or yeah. I'm going to say, here's, here's what I need. I need for everyone to just give me 50 minutes of not talking about yourself. And, yeah. and I, I know that sounds selfish, but this is what I need, you know? Yeah. I think communicating that also helps snap other people out of oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I've been, I've been selfish. Yes. I've been whatever. Whatever it is, here's what I need. I yes. think that's really hard for people who struggle with people pleasing. Oh yeah. It's really hard for people who have low self-worth, but just communicating or, or if it's like, hey, guys, I don't really know what I need in this moment, but I feel like I need something. Yes. I want to feel supported. You're not, I'm not saying you're doing a bad job, but I, I'm feeling some feels and I don't yes. know what to do. Uh, can somebody help? Yes. And then, and then somebody will step up. Yeah. If you have I some solid girls idea. around you. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take your role and just like shift gears to a different. Okay. Do it. Topic to be, I'm going to try it out. I love I it. Try it. You know, I just spice it up a little. Are you going to do my high voice or yes. what? Yeah. Yes. No. We are here <laughs> live. <laughs> here we are live. Yes. So I'm going to bring up a uncomfortable conversation okay. for people and it's about sex. So first, two folds. First is boundaries and engagement. Mm. And so like something I see in planning and a lot of people out there are probably thinking like, wow, your brides talk to you about a lot of stuff I yeah. would never <laughs> talk to you, uh, my planner about. But like we, you have to understand like you, my goal, I do that on purpose. Like yeah, I build a relationship really with them. It's an opportunity to care and disciple and love on someone. And so like, that's how I've like set up my business and like not everyone. Yes. Does that, but that's just how I, that's just how I do business. Um, and so I do have these conversations, but one of them is the fact of in engagement. I feel like it's the most common time when people cross boundaries with purity yeah, And I think part of that is because of the type of conversations you're having, you get yeah. excited about marriage, you get excited about your honeymoon. And so like, I think like there's different ways or like different things just to go into it to be like mindful and cautious about like in regards to honeymoon, like do you talk about honeymoon in like a private place? Yeah. Like, you know, different stuff like that because Satan loves to like you're like most of my brides and grooms even the healthiest like there's a sense of like because there's so much going on it's a lot easier to find yourself yeah. in a place of unhealth where you fall into that hole absolutely okay i have i have a lot to say about this Uh-oh. uh one mm-hmm. i, I 
there was this urge in me to just like move the wedding date up because I'm like we just we're just ready you know what I mean and that's not unhealthy I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like mad about that and at the end of the day it could have been okay but you're also learning patience which is a good which is something good which we talked to our mentors about Uh, the other thing is this Colby and I had to sit further and further away on the couch as things got closer got to, closer to the, the wedding day. And then there were also boundaries that someone helped us put in place as far as like what we talk about when. Yes. And so, so we were like reading some books on honeymoon stuff. I had never had sex. Yes. Um, Colby had and um, I, you know, been impure in other ways, but there were things to, to learn and to kind of like yep. talk about even even on his end of like how like renewing that this is different this is yeah. not a hookup this is not a relationship where yes. you're living together this is a marriage and you want to honor the other person yes. that that night and, and and you might not be able to have sex that night and, yes. and you, you want to know all those things how God intended it exactly and you want to talk about all those things but there were basically I remember Kyle and Lucina saying save this chapter for like a couple of days before the wedding. You know, they're like, yes, read these things that. and then save this chapter for like right before the wedding. And so yes. I, I think there's some appropriate, just, just don't be like, Oh yeah, we're going to get, get, we're going to get married. So like everything's on the table right now. Still yes. be wise and understand Mindful. you're not married. I mean, yet. what does it say? The devil is prowling and like out to destroy you. Like it's easy for him to like come in in this season and destroy you in those. Like, I mean, I know people that literally in the engagement season was the first time they actually ever crossed a boundary. Mm, Like, and it's like, and then there's the guilt and like, there's all these things and it's like, how did we get here? Like what happened? And so I, I think setting yourself up for success and never be too cautious. Like it's okay to like, to like, talk about it yeah. like you can yeah and just like place proper boundaries so that you don't go there and I feel like people want to know the right answer there isn't a black and white answer of like this is the exact thing you should or shouldn't say or whatever just like seek counsel around you do you know yeah uh, own where you mess up here's what I would also say I'm, I'm just going to jump quickly do not fall into the trap of believing that since you're gonna get married that you can play married already yes just don't do it it's not healthy it's not god honoring and it's not setting you up for success if you're having sex outside of marriage you're training yourself to have sex Sex outside outside of of your marriage yeah Yeah. so uh, oakley's very passionate uh so what i mean by that is you're training yourself to not respect the marriage bed, which God literally said, respect the marriage, honor the marriage bed. Yes. uh, And keep it pure and holy. Um, So you're training yourself to like, once sex gets boring in your marriage, to like find the exhilarating, like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. And so it's a little more exhilarating and fun than having sex with the same person that I've been having sex with for the last 10 years. Um, And then on the opposite side too, if you were being patient and choosing to respect your partner or fiance enough to withhold you are training yourself to resist temptation yeah in marriage it's so, so it's good. like it's the it's the same thing because if you can resist the person you are madly in love with and are about to marry like what better way to like practice like resisting temptation self-control yeah self-control yep. and temptation that will come in marriage that's so good I, I mean that's a I, me and Kenny definitely that was an, an area for us that I think just shocked us like you yeah. know in the engagement season because it just like sneaks up on you and you don't yeah. even realize it yeah and, um yeah I just I 
always like have that conversation with our brides. That's really good. Okay, let's wrap up with this. I, I, there's so much wisdom, Leslie. Thank you so much. This has been really, really fun. What would you say to the person who um, had a hard time listening because they're like, I have a fr- all my friends are getting married. I'm always the bridesmaid. And I'll be honest, I'm a little bit jealous. Someone actually DM'd us that and saying, hey, what do you do with the jealousy of of like you want to celebrate your friends who are getting married but if you're honest you're just really jealous yeah um so i've i mean i would say laura me and you both have been in that season where in singleness it's really hard i think uh someone once told me like what is the one thing that prevents you from seeing the goodness of god and it's time because we don't know when things are going to happen and we want to take control and like know what the end result is going to be. Cause like, I remember in singleness being like, if I knew that I wasn't going to get married, I would be okay. I I literally, you said that to me once and I literally was like, no, you would not. (laughs) Like You don't want to know that answer. (laughs) Don't lie to me right now. Uh, So funny. But we all say it. Like we all think that if we knew everything, it would make us feel better. If we knew the timing, we would feel better. We would be more patient. And that's so interactive. We want control. And like, but there is like just so much like each year more of your friends get married you're feeling insecure you're like why not me like god i'm being faithful i'm being patient i'm doing everything that you've asked why not me and i think two things i think one it's like are you trusting in the lord or do you truly believe he has what's best for you Mm. because if you do you can be patient and content in the season that you're in and you can uh, just look and see that like there's many stories in scripture and for me in my singleness those are the ones i went to where it was showing god's faithfulness and it was like he answered prayers and not always in people's timing um and, and and it was many hundreds of years after you know something was begged or you know the promises were answered and so i think if we can see that and see that god was still faithful and celebrate his faithfulness we're able to rest in his goodness and be patient for his timing and know that he does have a plan yeah. for me even if it's outside my own and, and yeah go ahead sorry okay, so, and so and, and when you are at a good place and you are healthy and can see god's goodness in seasons that you don't have everything you want you're able to celebrate others and so i think when it's hard because like i said it's, i've been hard yeah, i've yeah. cried i think i saw this in singleness i saw this when i struggled with infertility i would cry every time i saw a baby announcement like it's so hard and i think it's okay to acknowledge the pain and like and 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 yell that out to the lord like god knows those feelings and he he wants to hear you say that so i mean give that over to god those feelings of like uh, you know just being honest yeah, yeah. just be he honest he can handle it he can totally hand it handle it and i think just make an active decision to remind yourself that like hey i'm gonna choose to celebrate my friend because i love them and that's what we're called to do in scripture is to rejoice over each one another's wins yeah yeah rejoice with those who rejoice yeah and and grieve with those who grieve so i think that's really good and something that you said earlier about you and kenny i think is really applicable here too like understanding like your win is my win yeah if i'm a believer in christ and so and so is the other person their win really is your wins just to end this on a really practical note is give yourself a, a set time and space to grieve that yeah, and to acknowledge I'm upset because I want this. 
I'm going to talk about this within this boundary. So I'm going to have, I have five minutes for this. Yes. And then I'm going to put on my face. And be a bridesmaid. And go be a bridesmaid. And go and enjoy and celebrate the other person. Y'all, my baby is starving, so we really got to go. Love you guys. Um, Been such a blast. Leslie, thank you so much for coming on. There's so much more we could talk about. But y'all, we're doing a giveaway. Don't forget that. Go write a review for Call Her Holy on Apple Podcasts. And then find Alice and Apricot on Instagram. Follow her. Follow Call Her Holy. And we're going to choose someone to win a $500 free consultation with Leslie. See y'all soon. Don't wanna-